Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break, one minute at a time. I'm Jessa Lowe. Hey, Jessa, that was that sounded real good there. That sounded really nice. I'm I'm Marin Kennedy. Are you dying? Uh, I, I'm Is real your dog cold, shot man. You? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I I just uh, hey, I love you. Oh man! No, no. Oh God! Oh man! Golly gee! No, Lassie? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just a little sick today, so I'm feeling a little bit uh a little low energy. But uh, speaking of low energy, uh. Roach is real low energy. This is, uh, I'm Merrin Kennedy. This is minute 103. Yeah. So Roach, oh, Roach, he says, oh, Roachy. oh, hey, man, I'm cold, really cold. He's scared. He's scared. He's this is mid- why they got James LeGro. We talked about this in the last minute a little bit. I think this is why they got, why they cast it this way, uh, because Nathaniel and Gromit are, they're actors, but they're, there's surfers who can act, mm-hmm. whereas uh, James Legro is a he's a, he's a legitimate actor. He's you know he's an actor who can surf. Yeah, he's, actor slash surfer. He's a working actor, and he's, not the other way around. He has chops. Yeah, not the other way around, as uh, as uh, they say in um, Fabio says it. Fabio, yeah, and actor slash model, not the other way yeah. around. I used to be able to recite that movie from from memory. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad. It, it, it's a uh, Bodhi is definitely. I was, I was just to finish my thought. Oh. I think that because he has this death scene, whereas the other two guys, well, Gromit kind of had a death scene, but this one I think requires a little more subtlety. Mm-hmm. It's I, I like how they, they they got. I like I like what he does here, and I think uh, if it was one of the other two guys in this scene, it might not be quite as uh quite as effective. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Even though I like Gromit better than Roach, uh, yeah. like he's the Gromit. He's the he's the innocent among us. Yeah. So Nathaniel really didn't have a death scene. He was shot, and that was kind of it. Yeah, Busey shot him, and then you don't see him. You, no, you don't even see his body really. Bodhi just kind of looks down and grimaces, and then gets on the plane. Yeah. I guess that's how we, how we all feel about Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, that's too mad. Okay, let's go. So uh, let's go. Let's go. Orange mocha frappuccinos. Oh, yeah. So Bodhi is in big denial here. He is in selfish big denial. Like he wants to keep Roach alive as long as possible, even though it's not. He's lost best. his two other guys. So if he loses another one, that's going to be a lot for, you know, that's going to be, that might be a straw that breaks the camel's back for uh, yeah. for his psyche. Yeah. He's already getting a little, a little cray cray here. And, uh, he reminds me, we have to go on way back to, uh, an Elliot White call out. Uh, he's, he's adult Simba and he, he looks like a lion when he gets angry. I feel mm-hmm. like he's snarly. He reminds, he's turning into Scar though. Mm. From Simba to Scar. From how Simba fall, to Scar. How far we've fallen. How far we've fallen. Yep. So Bodhi in deep denial says, I'll go get your jacket. Here's your jacket easy and he's basically trying to get a jacket put on a gunshot victim including a rig too 
and Roach is in pain and he's bleeding profusely. He's bleeding to death mm-hmm. and says, oh, fuck. And Bodie goes, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's like, oh, no, no, I, I know, know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, I he's, know. she's trying to console, console him. Like, that, that's what I do Like when like a little kid cries or something. I don't do that. Like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. I just go, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bodie says, easy, easy, one arm at a time. Putting on his, his, uh, his nice uh, insulated jean jacket. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, like a, a fleece lined. Yeah. Like Sherpa lined. Mm-hmm. Now, who says, I can't get it? I can't get it. Is it Roach? That's Roach. Okay. He's just like, I can't. He's Bode, having trouble moving his limbs. Bodie's literally putting on the jacket for him. Yeah. As, like, Roach is. Yeah, like a child. Like, yeah, like you just said. Yeah. Um, and he coughs. And I'm sure there's blood coming up. Because there's a lot of blood right now. Yeah. And Bodie has this really nice moment. Gromit he... was shot back at the bank, right? That's from that's no. what this is, or was he just shot by Busey? Shot by Busey. Okay, yeah, you know, he, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, because he he's the one who snuck up behind, but yep. then yeah, okay. And, but he was also shot at the bank, I believe, like in the arm. I think he I got clipped. Think, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about Maybe. that. Maybe. Remember, he was like pull, was like tucking his shirt in his pants or scratching his tummy or something i don't remember seeing any scrapes when he was scratching his tummy when he yeah and he was tucking his shirt into his yeah tucking his t-shirt in yeah yeah maybe not but uh bodhi has this really nice or maybe it's because he had a, a, ja- a... sorry i keep interrupting <laughs> Jessica just gave me a very aggressive look no. uh maybe it's because did, did he have a, a bulletproof vest who roach at the bank yeah, I think they all have both. Yeah, so maybe, that, for maybe that's what happened. No, Keanu had one too. No, because didn't they say, "Oh, there isn't one for you, buddy." Not the they didn't have a mask. For oh, him. but they did have a vest. Yes, for you him. don't get to be president. Yeah, bummer. Anyway, continue, Jessica. Okay. My apologies no, for interrupting no, no. you. That's okay. Please forgive me. I forgive you. Thank you. So, um, you're welcome, Papa. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so. Bodhi has this really nice moment where he's kind of clutching Gromit to his chest, has Gromit's head kind of pulled into him, giving him a hug. He's kind of kissing him on the shoulder, going, no, man, no, 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 no. Because he doesn't want anything to happen to his little buddy. His little buddy. Yeah, his little bro. And he says, Johnny, throw me that money bag. This whole time, Keanu's just kind of looking blankly at the floor. He knows what's going on. Yeah. Um. But now it's time for him to speak up. Yeah. Bodhi shouts, now! And Keanu says... He throws it to him, and then he says, You're cold because all the blood is running out of your body, Roach. You're going to be dead soon. Are you Bane? I'm trying to to imitate the way that he kind of shouts over the... uh, It continues to be... He's the only one who really needs to yell in in this situation, I guess, even though the, the plane is very loud. Yeah. But I, I think I appreciate that from Keanu. He's playing the realism of it. It's like, yeah, I'd have to yell over the plane engines. Yeah, and he's shouting to get through to him, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you die, your hearing goes a little bit. <laughs> the blood is rushing out of his ears. Yeah. It's kind of a cold thing for him to say. He's trying to get through to him. But why? Well, what, yeah, he's what dying. is he trying to do? He's. Yeah, he says, I, you're, you're going to be dead soon. You're, go- you're going to be dead soon. I hope it was worth it. But why? 
why does he need to say that to Roach? Roach probably knows he's dying. Bodhi he does. knows he's dying. Yeah, is he trying to get Roach on his side for some reason at this point? Like, what's the point? He's he's dying. Why does he need him on his, on his side? Is he just wanting to make him feel like shit? Probably. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, his partner just died too. Yeah. Oh yeah, because actually he just killed. Because Roach is the one who killed Busey. Yeah. So that's that what, makes you know, sense. That makes sense. Then there's a lot of death going on. We forget about the runs yeah. that just happened in the yeah. last couple minutes. So a lot of death and a lot of fucks. Mm-hmm. A lot of fucks given too. A lot of fucks to give and a lot of deaths to die. Yeah. So uh, a million ways to die in Point Break. Hmm. Um, Keanu then follows it up with a hope it was worth it. Hope it was worth it. Was it? No. I mean, I don't. I think you know the answer. And then, uh, yeah, Bodhi says, "Don't listen to him. He's just scared." He's not, though. I mean, maybe he I is. Think a they're all bit. scared. Yeah. I mean, for different, re- slightly different reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Murph is the scaredest of them all. Maybe. I mean, he he probably Murph's probably gonna be okay. Yeah. He's probably just gonna escape to Mexico with them and just like pretend this never happened. Yeah. But I don't think he's worried about his life. Hopefully. He's got a gun pointed at his head from a whole of last minute. That's true. I guess I guess maybe he's still pretty scared from that because there's sort of direct consequences yeah. right there. But I think I think Roach might be the most scared. Yeah. Oh, hi, Francis. Thanks for or bumping Bodhi. my micro. Bodhi oh. seems like the most frantic in this. Yeah. They all have kind of different different things going on i think they're all kind of have fear for different reasons i think roach is the only one who's seeing he's crossing the river sticks you know Aww. he's getting on that boat Aww. he has those two coins to pay the ferryman is that an egyptian thing i don't know it's an old legend i don't know where culture it comes from yeah i, don't know, I guess you go to the underworld i think don't pay the ferryman what's that that's a song it's, it's like an old Francis. You're our cat is deciding that now is the time to uh, Jesus Christ. She just used an outlet in the wall, like a plug in the wall, to use to leverage her way up to a windowsill, which yep. is probably kind of dangerous. Yep, that's our cat. And needed to claw her way through blinds. Not mm-hmm. not under, but through. Yeah, all our Venetian blinds are very bent out of shape because she goes through them. Yeah. It's great. So uh, then Bodhi has the most, I don't know, just cheesy line. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of that moment in Black Dynamite, the... Look, I got my I got my girl here, and we're finally gonna oh, yeah. settle down. That's a that's a trope that we sort of reference a lot. I feel yeah. like when we're when we're like watching movies together, yeah. or you know, it's something that just it's in a lot of things, one oh, yeah. way or another, and it's fun to point it out. It is the you know oh you you know this guy's gonna die because he just they, the the script just created a reason for us to care about him. Exactly, exactly. So Brody says to him, just keep thinking about all those senoritas and margaritas that are gonna nurse you back to health. Okay. It doesn't sound like a very good. Uh, uh, that sounds awful. A very good way to to heal yourself, yeah. like sex and booze. 
Yeah, unless he's just being like bathed. He's like taking a bath in margarita mix, and the senoritas are like helping. That bathe would get him. like sugar and alcohol all over, <laughs> like in his wounds. It's experimental treatment, man. I guess. I don't know. Then uh, Keanu's kind of like handing him over the uh, the money bag, old money bags. Mr. Moneybags. Roach snarls at him. What the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. Roach just doesn't want anything. He's he's picked his side. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. Yeah. So it's it's kind of an, an emotion-filled minute. People are dying and... Emotions are running high. People are saying things they're going to regret. Say things they don't mean. They'll apologize later. Kiss and make up. I hope so. In my fan fiction, Bodie and Keanu will just kiss and make up. Do you think there's a porn of Point Break oh, where yeah. that happens? There has to be. There's got to be. There's porn of freaking everything. Be like, if there's a Bob's Burgers porn, there's <laughs> there's got to be a Point Break is there, porn. I mean, I there guess I, I mean there there is. There, that's I've the seen, rule, right? That's rule thirty four or whatever. Yeah, where I you can seen think of it, it, but I've seen the like an article written about it that was like, have we reached a new low? Having Bob's Burgers porn, yeah, it's got to involve it's like zombies. It's it's got to just be like Tina's, like Tina making a porn. I mean, I feel like then that would be kind of like that would fit in with the Bob's That'd Burgers be like canon. In universe. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not that creative. I feel like it's a lot of like incest. It's probably a lot to do with burgers. <laughs> it's probably burgers involved. Yeah. Okay, Francis is now making the most noise possible. For a cat to make right next to where we're recording. I don't know how I'm going to cut around this, so I'm just going to bring it into the the, the universe. Okay, pause it for a second. Yeah, well. I think it's going Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we paused to remove her from the blinds. And then she jumps on the table with the computer and recording equipment on it immediately after Mern hits record. After he waited a good five to ten seconds between the blind pulling. And turning the record button on again. This has been Cat Ventures. <laughs> adventures in Cat Sitting. You can imagine Adventures in Cat Sitting. Thank you. You can imagine what might have been happening. It's just like cartoon versions of Jessa and Mern tearing their hair out, like chasing <laughs> oh, a cat around. No. <laughs> the cat bests them just mentally and you know, ends up. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about this minute? Or... I, I'm totally, I'm totally thrown off now. I think I had everything. I think I said everything yeah. I needed to say. It's a, it's a sad minute. You know, things are shit starting to get real. Yeah, they are. It's just getting realer and realer. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to. I guess I wanted to say one thing. I don't know how complete a thought this is, but uh, Patrick Swayze reminded me a little bit of Harrison Ford in this minute. Mm. Sort of the growly, like, mm-hmm. God damn it, like. Mm-hmm. You get your hands off of him. Yeah. Harrison Ford always seems very... Um, belongs in a museum. Very tired to me and haggard. Yeah, he's always kind of a grump. 
and he's always he's always uh he's always sick of this shit he's always sick of it and he's he's reluctantly that's what makes him such a good movie protagonist he's always reluctant to be going on the adventure that he's on yeah ah damn it snakes why did it have to be snakes yeah he never wants to be where he is no and that's why i i just imagine like well what if this is ridiculous. Francis is now playing with a bag, knocking it off of a shelf. Oh, this is like get to minute one hundred and three. It is like the worst it's ever been. Yeah, this is kitty kitty cast five thousand. <laughs> this okay. has been our cat cast. <laughs> we talk about our little kitties. Uh, I was just imagining Harrison Ford playing Bodie and what that would be like. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, especially at an older Harrison Ford. If you take if you take older Harrison Ford personality and put it on younger Harrison Ford, where he has the earring and he mm-hmm. smokes pot a lot, mm-hmm. pretty clearly, I feel like that could be interesting. You know what I was just thinking of though, now that you're saying that, like older Harrison Ford is him. What if you did older Jeff Goldblum? Older Jeff Goldblum, the ultimate zaddy. So like current Jeff Goldblum, basically like yeah. current zaddy. I like to be. I like. I like to be called a, a zaddy. Yeah. Um. I. I, I quite enjoy. Uh. He. Yeah. I definitely. Or could older see that. Jeff Bridges, or even younger Jeff Bridges. Come on, who are we? Younger kidding? Jeff Bridges could definitely do it. He can. He could pull off a surfer vibe for sure. Like realistically, he could have done. I mean, even yeah, like and he has that vibe in real life too. In like, in when this movie was made, he would have been about. I think he's about Patrick Swayze's age. Maybe a maybe a few years older. I have no clue. Because apparently Nicolas Cage and Keanu Reeves are the same age. Nicolas Cage and Keanu Reeves were born were both born in 1964, which is kind of mind blowing when you think that about it. That is not so. That is just nuts. And when you if you look at them side by side, I mean, if Keanu has his graying beard, I feel like they look similar in age. But just thinking about how they present themselves and how they play. It seems very different. Nicolas Cage is just so, like, he's aging. He's aging hard. He's getting puffy. He's lived hard. He's lived hard. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think Jeff Goldblum would be very good. I, I like, if it was, like, current Jeff Goldblum, it would be, like, I feel like it would just have to be, like, instead of surfing, it would be, like, swinger culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like, a young Utah would <laughs> played by like Michael Pitt or something like that. He's Michael Pitt. He's on Boardwalk Empire. He's kind of like a weird. He's he's not really young anymore, I guess. But if it was a young Michael Pitt, I feel like he would be good in this movie. Yeah, he's kind of has a weird vibe to him. Nice. He could be he could be Utah in this, and he has to like learn how to how, how to, to like how to swing and like play as a swinger to get into this like this uh, criminal swinger. I like our versions that we're creating. I like this version a lot, yeah. and I feel like that could be really interesting with Jeff Goldblum as a. A criminal, a swinger criminal, a, a criminal zaddy. who uses his identity to to like rob wealthy swingers. I guess. Yeah, he throws eyes wide shut parties. Yes, yeah, he throws and, eyes wide shut parties and then robs people at them. Yeah, well, because they I mean you can't. Their, where are you going to put your wallet if you're on. if you just if you're only wearing a mask? I mean, maybe like in between your cheeks or something. Well, that's the joke, I guess, but that's not really you know not that, really practical. I know it's not comfy. I guess if they're still wearing their socks, they could just like shove it down their socks i used to do that when i worked in catering are you talking about wearing a cock sock or wearing no 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 no, no, socks socks. on your feet i used to like keep my phone in my socks when i did catering jobs because you were like why didn't you have pockets i just didn't have pockets 
Okay. My phone is also huge. That's true. You're, you have a big phone. Yeah. <laughs> you have a very, very yeah. big phone. The guy <laughs> at, the, at the Thai restaurant the other day with me, my dad also has an enormous phone. Um, his is bigger than mine, though, because it has, like, a radio antenna attached to it, which is not an exaggeration. Like, he literally has a radio antenna attached to his phone. Um, the guy at the Thai restaurant was saying, like, huh, I guess the 80s are back when he saw our phones. It's like a brick. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the phones just keep getting bigger, huh? Like, yep. So, yeah, we got Jeff Goldblum, point break. Uh, Harrison Ford, point break. What would that be? I'm not sure. I don't know. It would be be about, it would, I mean, I guess it would be about being grumpy, being a grumpy person who has a pilot's license. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have to learn. I guess I would just, that's just drop zone though. No, I feel like you just need to learn how to be grumpy and like hang out with him. Go to cigar bars with him. Yeah. Just form like a grumpy man's club. Yeah, I, that one's a little fuzzier for me. We'll think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think that's... Uh, we want to do recommendations? Yeah, do you want to kick us off or should I kick us off? Sure. Uh, yet again, I, I watched... Uh, I'll give an update on what I've been watching lately. This isn't really a recommendation, but I watched uh, The the wor- to- was it Tomorrow Never Dies. It's either that or The World Is Not Enough. The, one of those two Pierce Brosnan ones. I think it's Tomorrow Never... The Terry Hatcher and Jonathan Price one. Yeah, Terry. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Terry Hatcher, Jonathan Price. I don't know why. I, list, I don't know why you're saying Terry Hatcher first. Because I forgot. Jon- Terry, Terry I, I Hatcher's for, I never forgot that Jonathan billing. Price was in it. I think. Yeah, it goes Jonathan Price, then Michelle Yeoh, then Terry Hatcher. I forgot Michelle Yeoh was in it. Yeah, she's kind of wasted, unfortunately. Yeah. Although I also kind of <laughs> wasn't watching it. Isn't anyway, everyone wasted in a Bond's film? Kinda. I mean, not in all of them. In this one, I would say, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Price didn't have that much interesting stuff to do. Although he did, the best part is when he's like making fun of Michelle Yeoh, who's like a kung fu oh, person, God, and he does like a awful. weird kind of like it's kind of racist. He does like uh, makes more fun than of, kind of. It just is. It was just it. It was baffling, um, and didn't it wasn't good, but it also was the most memorable part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's not a good Bond movie. I, I I've just been kind of you know filling in the blanks. I guess they're all on on streaming right now, so. Maybe I'll watch a good one next time. So not recommending that. Um, I guess the other good part I'll, I'll report on is uh, Pierce Brosnan and Michelle Yeoh have to ride a motorcycle while they're handcuffed together, and they each like each have an arm to like steer it with, and that's kind of fun. But anyway, uh, I started reading Dune, uh, and it's good so far. So I'll recommend that. I guess the novel Dune, cool, the sci-fi epic. I just really started it, but so far it's it's pretty good. Are you just I'm, doing in prep for the movie? I guess so. I mean, I've, I've it's been on my list for a while, and I've owned a copy of it for years, um, and I'm just finally getting around to it. I guess, yeah, seeing the, the all that casting news for the the new Dune, the new Dune. Like, isn't there something like about how like Timothy Chalamet's character is just like a sad boy, and you're like, yeah. Well, I don't know if we've heard who's playing what, but I mean, he has to be playing Fid Rotha because the description is just so apt. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know who's playing uh, Paul. Because there's there's two like teen boy characters, in my opinion, Timothy Chalamet should play Fade Rotha, um, but he might also be playing Paul. Either way, it would it would work okay, I think. Anyway, yeah, reading Dune, I like it. Good novel, good sci-fi. It's uh good. It's interesting to see how well the world is built. It's one of those novels where it's like it starts off with like a third, you know, like a a narrator character telling 
the story like as if it's ancient history and then there's like so there's this whole timeline that gets built and it feels very dense and very real so well done awesome so i'm gonna recommend um so hot chips that i've i've officially found this is out hot chip watch yeah update on hot chip watch um they are releasing a nine song album on june thir- 21st um entitled bath full of ecstasy and their which single- is like your kind of dream right just yeah. like not that you're like an ecstasy head but i don't you're I've a bath head ecstasy i i'm a, yeah i'm a bath head i just love baths but i do that's real that's that's legitimate and um the single off the album is hungry child they released the um music video today it's, it's pretty good it's not great it has martin star in it so that's kind of fun um but the concept to me kind of falls short of the teaser that they gave us the song is this is pretty good i actually think i like the song more than you but yeah. i'm not as familiar with hot chip um, yeah they're, they're getting back more into their dancey thing which can be fun mm-hmm. um i like that their last album was a little more disco-y which is also dancey but a different way mm-hmm. there's like some line music video of like stupid house music and like yeah i guess um, but I'm really excited for the new album to come out. And they're also touring um, the States in the fall. So that'll be really exciting. And my actual recommendation, though, is the Lizzo song, Because um, I Love You. It is face-meltingly good. It shows off her amazing voice. And it just – she does such a good job of, like, doing a good song. And then she just gets a little nasty with it and, like, will be a little bit she unpolished. Does. Which I really like. Like, she's not afraid to sound bad or sound ugly, which I like. That makes her, like, all the more real to me, and it gives all the more emotion. It's so freaking good. Definitely go listen to that song. Yeah, Because I Love You? hmm Yeah, it's a very good song. Yeah. Uh, and there was another Lizzo song that came out recently that with Missy Elliott Tempo. on it. Which is not quite as good, but Missy Elliott's verse is good. Yeah. Because she purrs like a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. She purrs through every single line Speaking of the Speaking of that, Francis has, I guess, decided to be quiet now. Yeah. Um, so. so with that, we'll bid you adieu, mon frere. <laughs> oh, contraire, mon frere. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, yeah, we bid you adieu. Uh, this has been Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. Uh, we're going to do a uh, minute 103 today. And in a uh, minute 103... Uh, Are you just starting again? <laughs> I was waiting for you to stop me. <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time on the flip side. I'm Point Break Minute, bro. Woo!